Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 21 in Be With Me in First Peter. This is ep- or season 19, which is the 19th book of the New Testament, written in chronological order. And I got a big kick out of today's passage, especially uh, a cross-reference to Isaiah. Let me read the passage here today. This is from 1 Peter chapter 3, and uh, this is in verse 13, starting verse 13, 313. Now, who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good? But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled, but in your hearts honor Christ at the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. For it is better to suffer for doing good, if that should be God's will, than for doing evil. So let me just kind of walk through this. Verse 13, now who is there to harm you if you are zealous for what is good. So ultimately, I understand the theology here that who can stand against us ultimately in the Lord? Nobody. We're on a one-way you know, train to, to, to heaven, and who's going to stop that train? The answer is nobody. And what weapons or what endpoint is going to be effective against us? Nothing. But the point is, now there is evil, now there is reviling, now there is suffering, now there is slander from other, now there's difficulty and temptation. So who is there to harm you now? Kind of everybody. So I was reading, this is from Isaiah 54, and you've, you've heard this song, What no weapon that is formed against you will prosper. No weapon that is formed against you will prosper. And isn't that kind of comforting that nothing, no weapon formed is it's like, um, whoa, 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 hold off. Wait, weapons are being formed? <laughs> I couldn't get past that today. So, uh, but that's the that's the point of the, of the passage is that no weapon that's formed against us, who can stand against? Nobody. Who is there to harm us if, if we're, you know, on, on that train? Nobody. All right, verse 14. But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them. Do not be troubled. So even if you suffer for righteousness' sake, where is the location you could be suffering? Well, anywhere that you're trying to expand the kingdom of the God can be a place of suffering. That could be in your head. It can be in your heart. It can be your life, your tongue, your attitude, your behavior, uh, outside Maybe at your work or location at your church even. Uh, Entertainment choices. Have no fear of them. Don't be troubled. That means don't be disturbed or panicked, shaken, unsettled. So today's title is being settled in an unsettled world. Being settled in an unsettled world or being, don't not being troubled in a world of trouble. Have no fear of them. And I think one of the points from First Peter is have no fear of the, the little guys because we have the right fear, the right respect of the big guy, that is God. So w- when he says, honor the emperor, don't have a fear 
of of this process of honoring the emperor. Why, why? How can you possibly do that? There's only one way you can do it, and that is if you have the right fear of the Lord and the right order from God. So it's fearing the right thing, fearing and having God honoring respect. So when we have someone that is unjust and we're asked to obey, um, we cannot be afraid if we are appropriately view him as supreme. Verse 15, but in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. So be prepared, number one, for curiosity. What's the reason for your hope? And be prepared for a defense, an argument, if you will. And I put that in quotes because if you make an argument for Jesus, the argument is it's almost like, at least in this passage, it's almost like the second most important thing. The most important thing is the attitude with which you send that argument across their bow, and that is with gentleness and respect. And remember, this is a person with whom you foundationally disagree, and you disagree with their worldview. It reminds me of Proverbs 15, a soft answer turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger. So the, the goal in your attitude, in your presentation, is to present your argument softly, gently, so that it's received. So I expect out of me gentleness and respect and a good process. That that's how you make a good defense. Now, it may not go well externally, but internally, a gentle and respectful and one that is done in good conscience. And we are going to respect uh, slander and, and uh, attacks against it. Verse 16, have a good conscience so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior may be put to shame. So we have good words. We have good attitude. We have a good spirit. We have a response to curiosity. Uh, and it's re it's accompanied by good behavior in in Christ. We need to continue to be reputationally aware because we're seen by God and man. And what is done and as we adorn the hidden person of our heart, it doesn't remain hidden for long. It's not hidden before God and it's not hidden before man. Our hidden person becomes not so hidden. It's seen by others and we can hopefully win others. So today is about being settled in suffering being settled in misunderstanding, being settled when reviled and slandered. In short, it's being untroubled in trouble. So I pray that you would have an untroubled soul, that you would have gentle words, that you'd have the right trouble when we're in a troubled world, so that you would be un that you would have a settled spirit in an unsettled society. Thanks for listening.